Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. And thank you for being here because I thought I set up the show yesterday morning and I did not. So I was putting this show together faster than a Mad Hatter this morning once I realized that it wasn't there, and I would not have known if it weren't Questions Friday because I was looking for the questions, and I had, like, only one question in the inbox, and I thought, how could I only have one question? And I went for the pages, and I looked, and I realized the show wasn't written up. And that's why I didn't have any questions. So I have one question, but it's a big question. It's actually um, probably better that way. Um, one second, I was just watching the <laughs> all the news because of the question. I was like, okay, now what am I going to do? So it's called, um, what was the question? Look at what is happening in our world. How do we explain that to our teenagers? And I thought, wow, that's a good question, actually, because, you know, I know adults talk about it and we think they're not listening. But if you have teenagers, and my kids aren't teenagers, but they're young adults, you know, we do talk about what's going on in our world and in our country quite a bit. But in, in the recent past, We've had a lot to talk about because once something like impeachment becomes a topic of conversation, people tend to take sides and, you know, everybody wants to argue their point. But in my lifetime, I've been through three rounds. I remember when they were going to impeach Nixon. I remember when they were going to impeach Clinton. And now we're back to impeachment, the conversation of impeachment. So then I thought, how would I explain it if I still had a teenager? Because the the question goes on to say, there's swearing and name calling and pointing fingers, all the things that we tell our kids not to do are being displayed on television every single day. Because when a personality that kind of goes amok has that strong thread of narcissism in them, and narcissists are usually very brilliant people, and they're also brilliant in ways that may not serve others well whether it's a relationship or a country we're running. It doesn't matter. The personality is the personality is the personality. And that's how I would go about it with my kids. I would just say, you know, we are seeing a full-on example of a personality type that cannot see that other people can see them. They really believe if they just say it, it's true. Whether it's true or not doesn't matter. But whether or not they say it 
it is true. I would stay objective because I would believe, and I still believe this with my kids, that they have not formed opinions yet. They may have ideas, but to really form opinions and get deep into it, we've had conversations before, but I've also had history on my side of, you know, seeing this happen a couple times. And one time the president resigned and, you know, saved the country from going through it. The other time he didn't need to resign. And this time it's just fascinating to watch. I always get fascinated, so I'm kind of happy we have this question because I don't like to talk about politics, but I do love to talk about us as people. I absolutely love it because what is happening in our world is that everyone, whether they are for it or against it, If you're for it, you feared it coming. And if you were against it, you were wondering when the shoe was, the other shoe was going to drop. And so when you have a balanced conversation in your own head about your life, you can kind of have one about people who are outside of your life. Because the, the more interesting part is how it's playing out. And the way it's been playing out has been a learning tree because the truth of the matter is these things have happened so many times in the last three years that if you go back and start from the beginning, you just go back and start from the beginning, you start to see the pattern because ego doesn't have like that many games. Ego just has one game and that it gives you an entrance and it doesn't give you an exit plan. And that's exactly how I would talk about it. It would be a lesson. Everything's a lesson. This isn't happening just for fun right now. We're we're all learning, but it's the opportunities that come of it that we can share with people who are younger who are going to be here for a few more presidents than we are. But about the swearing and the name calling, because that part, you know, your, your, your example, the example is calling people pompous ass or, or distancing themselves from people they were closely with that just a month ago or a year ago were the best people in the world. Now they're the worst people in the world. They really had nothing to do with them. And it's so predictable because ego is predictable. It is predictable all the way down the pike. When a little kid lies, we always know they're lying because they don't know how to hide yet. And we just have to get them to admit it and not really punish them so bad that they they hide it, but to tell them that, you know, that's not true. And if you tell me something that's true, I can help you. But if you tell me something that's not true, 
we're going to be helping something that isn't going to work because if I find out you lied, then I'm not going to trust you. And if I don't trust you and I'm this close to you, nobody's going to really be able to trust you. So these are all opportunities to steer ourselves in another direction. So the swearing and the name calling, so you talk about this personality, that there are some people who really believe that they're just smarter than everybody else. They don't want to work as a team. They don't want to really play nice. They don't really care if they do. They say things they don't remember. And even if you tell them they said it and it's on a tape or it's on a film and they say, oh, I didn't know what I was talking about. Oh, I was busy that day. I see a lot of people. I have pictures with a lot of people. I do this with a lot of people. And they just start spinning plates. And if you find yourself where you're, you're talking about one thing and it starts spinning over here and then it's over here. What about this? And look what you did. When you went there to talk about something they did, and once they feel backed into a corner, they start calling you names and start insulting you. Those are all signs of that kind of personality. So I wouldn't I I mean, they'll know who I'm talking about, but I would talk about the personality because I see people get so worked up about how much they hate him and how much they love him and how this side is going after him no matter what, as though they had no reason to. And the other side going into the victim stage. And I really thought the other day, and I was going to post this, so I'm really grateful for this question, but I didn't because I take stuff off my page that gets real confrontational or just starts to go into circles and pointing fingers and, well, what about this? Well, what about that? I take that stuff off because other people start getting into it and I'm dealing with someone's whatever that... I sometimes just literally don't have the time to keep playing the game. But I never put politics up. And if anybody puts politics, I have to take it off because I'm not a political page and I don't want to be. There's enough of those. But what I wanted to put was that our world has become a playground. And the the issue is we have bullies. And there is no referee. We have no referee. And anyone who could be a referee is removed. They're just not allowed to tell the truth. Anyone who knows the truth. And and I do have to give some credit to the narcissistic personalities because the fact that they actually knew what they were doing wasn't okay. The fact that they actually knew what they were doing wasn't okay. At least tells you that they knew it wasn't okay. 
that's the, that's going to be the biggest admission of guilt that we will ever get is that they tried to cover it up because then that's saying, well, at least at some level, I knew that that wasn't true. So the people who actually saw the truth, who knew the truth or who know the truth will just demonize them. They're out. We'll get rid of them and we'll just demonize them and send them on their way. The only problem is that that method of operation has become transparent over time. So I am actually very grateful for this last election. And I remember how upset you guys were. I remember people like really upset. I know people who cried. I also know people who were scared they were going to get deported and they had an American citizenship because of who they were at the time. And I said, but we don't know what happens yet. Don't you want to know? I'm curious. But then, you know, you always wonder, because God has like this, <laughs> this little vision that we don't, big vision that we don't. And there's a reason for it. Because if we knew, we would be bored. But now we get to say, hey, you know what? We did not realize how vulnerable our political system is. That a businessman can come in and he can run the country like a business and that can work. However, we're bringing harm to our world by just thinking that. And do we give a president too much power if they can just make a decision one night and decide to pull troops out or decide they're going to fire someone who's worked all their lives to get there and deserve to be there because they're honest? Can we have somebody who can stand in front of our world and say that they are the most intelligent person they know and If they needed to, they could run this country by themselves. Red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag, and no one can stop it. It's not about what is happening and what this person is capable of. It's that that capability has left us with very few resources to shut it down. So when we talk to our children, one of the things to say is, hey, we've got to work. We have a constitution that we kind of ignored for a long time. I didn't hear the word constitution for a long time, and I've been around for quite a few presidents. And now I'm hearing it. It's like they have to go back and reschool ourselves. We're now questioning 
We had to go back to the beginning. We had to go back to the fork in the road. And now we're trying to repave it with love. And this is what it looks like. And there's the people fighting for it that get called names. I, I can't remember what the the courthouse was called, monkey show or something. I can't remember. Just was trying to like give it a name and trivialize the court system or trivialize somebody's life's work or tell them if they don't do things that they'll get fired. And then they do them and they go to jail. And then there's distancing and all this stuff. And, you know, those old sayings start coming up in my mind, like where there's smoke, there's fire. But that's another thing to point out to our children. This is what was said before. You guys are crazy. Nobody knows what they're talking about. Stop attacking me. Victim, victim, victim. Because that's that's that personality type. But when you hear that, let's say you're having a conversation with someone at work. And you hear that, know what you're dealing with. Understand that this kind of personality will rather die than admit the truth. And that's true. That's in the psychological books for that, that ailment, I want to say, that disorder. They would rather die than admit the truth. And they will spin plates until their last breath. I don't care what you say, I didn't do it. I don't care what you say, that didn't happen. And they may have been there the night before. This morning, I, I checked the news because I live in a fire area, although we don't have any in our area. Um, but there are fires in Southern California yet again. We have high winds and all these things are happening. And one of the things that I heard was now compassion from the news people for the disorder. I'm not even going to say the name because it's a disorder. All I could see is a disorder. And the person said there was a videotape last night that was taken of this man with this disorder. And they said, we're not going to play it out of respect for his family. He's becoming unhinged. It's not that people hate him. It's that people don't know what to do with someone who has this disorder. And as a country, we are all facing this because it's more prevalent now than it ever was. It doesn't mean it's like we're all in trouble and the world is doomed. We have to be aware of who is teaching us something. It's not that we just get rid of them and everything is okay, but let's take a look at this personality because we're going to run into it again. And whether he realizes it or not, and probably not, he's teaching us all 
on a public forum, step by step, how it builds up, how it starts sounding, how it grows, how it matures, how it hits a threshold, how it declines, how it becomes like a cornered, you know, a possum. And then let's see what happens. But at this point, at first it was a cat and mouse game because, you know, the cat would find the mouse. You'd know you think you're going to get the mouse. And then the mouse goes right between the legs of the cat and runs away. And now we're looking for it again. And then we're looking for it again. And no matter when we thought something was going to get caught, it went away. We'd say, oh, finally someone saw it. Oh, finally we were able to do something. But that taught us how vulnerable our system is. That someone can come in and do that and get away with it. But the most telling statements, which nobody reported, and I don't get how they didn't. And this would be something I would tell my kids. Well, I do tell my kids to look for on these things. Actually, I told both of my kids and and my daughter started laughing. But she didn't hear it. But what he said was, in the very beginning of this, when the impeachment, he just didn't take it seriously. He thought, oh, Pelosi said, you know, that they're not going to waste their time impeaching me. So it just basically felt like I can just do what I need to do and guards come down. And, you know, they, they always say in those criminal shows, the ones where they're trying to find the killer the whole time. And they, they say, you know, every criminal leaves a clue because you can't just cover everything. And when there's a lie, there's a, a lot of holes you have to plug. But this is what he said. He said, this is what's going to take me down like he was shocked. Because to him, this was the least lethal thing that could have he could have done, least in his mind. But that statement, just that statement alone was so telling. And it got overlooked that he even said that. But then I thought, oh, my gosh, are we going to start finding stuff out that we couldn't even see coming? And sure enough, we are. But I would really use this as a teaching tool, as a time to say, hey, you know what? This is, this is what this looks like. Pay attention. Watch the process. Look at people trying to come together and, and also pay attention to the ones who, who don't want to believe it. They're not bad, but they really, really, really in their heart, they're backing him up. He can say, you know, I killed my mom, but she's the wicked witch. Well, you know, it's okay because it's the wicked witch. No matter what he says, they'll go along with it. And they're trying to defend an undefendable issue and listening to it is also fascinating because I'm watching people use that person's words and mimicking a leader in fear of not agreeing with that person 
And so we are watching a playground like we would with little kids who want to win a race or they're playing a ball game or they're doing something, hurting each other, whatever they're doing, denial, we're seeing it. The only interesting factor in this is that these are grown people. And for the most part, men. And for the most part, people we don't really care from. They go away to the Senate. They go away to Congress. They vote on stuff. We barely ever get to see them. But now they're getting threatened. Like, well, if you're a Republican and you speak against me, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. I'm going to make life really difficult for you. We're threatening our elected officials. So when I hear this fighting going on, I tell my kids to watch, watch and learn. Look at the nuances. Look at how it looks when people want to get to the truth. They're not fighting for the truth. They're getting to the truth. They want to know the truth. And every time they find one truth, what do they uncover? Another 10 things that weren't true. It's like the cells dividing constantly, just dividing to the point where we're like, wow, all that was going on? But we get distracted with tweets and and we get distracted with social media. We get distracted with pressure and stress while everybody else is fighting. And now the fight has gotten so big that we're all involved in one way or another, even if it's just our emotions or this conversation we're having. But the good news is, in the past, when we had leaders who behaved in this way, and, you know, it can happen and it does, they hurt even more people. And no one did stop them because no one actually knew what was going on until it was too late. So we have this rare opportunity in this time in our history to witness the coming together of people to truly uncover the truth. And if that's all this soul brings to the table, He's brought us a lot. His life is the example of every single thing we say not to do and not to be. And that example is in bright lights right now to where his own people, the people who need to back him, it's their livelihood, it's their lives, it's their families, it's how they've only known to live. And even they are starting to say, okay, the lies have gone too far. Wait a minute, I can't keep up. What, what, am, I, what am I trying to cover up now? What am I trying to stand up for now? Wait a minute, these are things in the past that I said should never happen. And oh my God, they're happening now. But if I if I say anything, I'm gonna lose my job, just like any one of us. How many times were we in positions at work where things happened and people lied about us? 
and we couldn't say anything. Or we knew something was going on and we couldn't say anything. Because our jobs were at stake. Our livelihoods were at stake. But for the first time, instead of it trickling down from the government, it's it's growing up from the people where we took a stand. We started running our own businesses. We got out of the concrete buildings. We're, you know, marketing ourselves and we're trying to make it happen in other ways so that we are not subjected to this type of structure that is just no longer working for us. It's a good day in our world, no matter what's going on, because the lessons, the learnings, the teachings that we're getting to see right now is absolutely fascinating. And it didn't even take four years. The repetition started in the first year. It took until this year for people to have enough and for them to actually believe that no one can see. And we get to see all of it. It's right there in front of us. Even if you watch a half an hour of it and you hear people talking, they're all trying to get a person who cannot see to see, to admit to tell the truth. And all of this goes to that search. So I hope you guys have a great weekend. Sorry I didn't post it and I only had the one question, but I hope that you have a great weekend. I will see you Monday morning. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.